Welcome to the Toffee Blues, your source for all things Everton. I'm Jerry, joined today by Thomas, Ty Thomas. Okay. <laughs> and also joining us today, returning, getting back in the chair, back on the saddle, if you will, Paul McAllister. The other half of the brothers, McAllister. Paul is back, ladies and gentlemen. Paul, how art thou, my friend? Uh, I'm okay. Uh the weekend I had a bit of a stomach bug but I'm getting past it now so but other than that things have been cool stomach bugs man oh my gosh anytime anybody says stomach bugs I'm immediately transported to when I had one and I just want to reach out and hug the person and go I'm so sorry <laughs> like pull like a David Tennant I'm so so sorry you know <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah jeez that's yeah I, I wouldn't even watched a game if I had that <laughs> I wouldn't have I don't know how you did, my friend. Paul just just made a steal. Uh, yeah, I watched uh, my kids. Let's see here. Friday night, my kid had one game, my oldest, for a tournament. Then Saturday morning, woke up, played at 10, 11, 12 o'clock. Then was ball kid at the local high school <laughs> soccer game and ran the whole sideline. And then had another game for the tournament at 6.30. Woke up the next morning, 9.30 was the next game and the semifinal and the championship game was at 3.30. Nuts. Oh, and had training Sunday night. That's just one of the kids. The other kid played Sunday morning and did the training Sunday night too. Just a nuts, nuts weekend, man. And you know what? I'm totally cool with it. <laughs> Running all over the counties, don't care. Kids are having fun. It's awesome. This is like, if you... If, if, it's weird when you're in, like, in the soccer culture in America and you're, it's actually a little bit different than the typical soccer culture here. You know what I mean? Because there's a reputation here for soccer culture. But this is like, it's different. It's kind of awesome. It's exciting. I like it. So anyway, but uh, crazy times abound. Uh, Everton um, result. What? <laughs> what? We're all baffled. I didn't even know they happened. I know, we'll get more into the stats. I just thought it was hilarious. The guy was like, so Tom Davis's goal was the first Everton away goal since like March or something. It was just absurd date. And Courtney was like, my wife was like, did you hear that? And I'm like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's pretty bad. <laughs> I don't remember the exact stat, but it was a ridiculous, a far amount of time. It was not cool. So anyway, uh, so guys, let's we have a, a little bit longer show than normal, so maybe we should go ahead and roll on to get things started. Um, we are for the podcast listeners out there. Here's what you have in store, besides our sultry tones. Uh, you're gonna have a match reaction, extra time, match reaction on the the Southampton win from this weekend. And if you didn't know the result, sorry for the spoiler. Uh, so there's that and then Paul's got Paul's been saving something to, to spring on me for a while <laughs> fingers crossed this goes well uh, I'm I'm anticipating this will just showcase my ignorance much more than the normal <laughs> than our normal show does which is hard to do but that's okay so uh, Paul's got it 
<laughs> what? To build it up, Jerry. Yes, yes. <laughs> but Paul is uh, Paul's got a quiz for me, and normally I'm on the other end of the quizzes. So uh, I believe it is uh, Everton slash American based. So yeah. this, who knows? This may trivia. This may be my wheelhouse. We'll see. This may be my wheelhouse. I don't. I don't have a big wheelhouse. It's very small. So, uh, so there's that. We'll see what happens. And then the typical quiz for these gentlemen. I will be asking them questions. They will have to give answers. Two men enter, one man leave. It's Everton Thunderdome. Let's go. What is happening? A blackout. Anyway, all right. So, <laughs> all right. Extra time. Match reaction. Southampton. Two one. Two one victory. Down south. Paul, I'm gonna let you start. Because I don't know if the universe would have it any other way. So, so what do you got, Paul? Give me some opening thoughts. You don't have to tell me everything, guys. Don't give me everything at once. Because then I got nothing to say afterward. You know what I mean? So just give me, give me some bite-sized chunks at the beginning. Um, the three points was all that mattered to the club, to Marco Silva, to the players. I know we played very well in the first half and we could have gone in at half-time, four or five nil up. But if you'd have told me... Uh, on Friday night or Saturday morning that we were going to win the Southampton game with 1-0 with 20% of the possession and our goal coming off a Southampton player's arse to go in the back of the net, I, I wouldn't have cared. Just We needed a victory. We just needed to get that monkey off our back. A fat had a way victory. I had a way victory on the South Coast as well. I saw a crazy start that I couldn't believe. Apparently that was our first win in 11 games down on the South Coast. We were talking about that last show, and I was like, I don't know what the stat is. I'm glad you brought that up, yeah. because I w- that's why I put that there about the South Coast behind me, if you can even read it. But, uh, yeah, it was. Uh, I-, I was not looking forward to it, because I heard that we just I mean, we just keep getting pounded and barely drawing. It's just not working. Yeah, just, that's nice. things just don't ever seem to go our way down there. I mean, we played Brighton two weeks ago, and we should have won there and broke the, broke the, the run then, but just VAR conspired against us, but... As I said, just three points in the bag. It makes the table look a lot healthier. We've got, well, I think, what are we on now? Like 14 points, which is still not great. I don't think we would have taken that at the start of the season, but we are only three points off fifth now. And we do have a winnable home game coming up next. So I think everyone's feeling quite a bit better than they felt maybe a week or so ago. So, yeah, just three points in the bag. That's all that matters. I'm, I'm happy with that. And there's no reason to complain. Nice. We call him Positive Paul. It's very nice. Just kidding. No one says that. Hey. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right, Thomas, what do you got, man? Opening thoughts. Uh, yeah, pretty similar. First, first off performance, better. Second off performance, pretty poor. All in all, let them back into the game. The first off kind of seemed like a typical whole performance, and then second off it was kind of like, this is Everton away. I don't know what we were all expecting. This is going to be 5 1 Southampton. It's all going to fall apart. Obviously, we did get the goal in the end. I think it was nailed on that Danny Ings was going to score. That happens every single game. But um, yeah, I was delighted with the three points. It is our way record is shambolic. One win's not going to change that. But it is, as Paul said, it is going to affect the league. All of a sudden, what, what are we, like three points off fifth or something? There's so many teams kind of in this bracket of like fifth to 15th, yeah. and it's, it's a ridiculously close, close bracket. But. Um, it's really important now we just kick on, take the momentum from that game. You know, maybe 
based on the second half performance. I think we deserve to win based on the whole game of that second half performance. Probably not, especially when we kind of invited the goal onto ourselves. Some poor Schneiderlin defended. I know you asked for opening thoughts. Yeah, I'm going into the details about defending, but uh, yeah, but <laughs> brother, brother, three points. It's right. taken it to the next game. Yeah, um, it was a weird one. It was a weird one. Not as weird as the previous, you know. But it, yeah, uh, I I didn't get to watch it in real time because I was watching other games. But uh, <laughs> as in my kids, not I wasn't watching like MLS or anything. I, <laughs> yeah, I'm like I'm like no, I chose to watch a different Premier League game other than the team I give a shit about. I, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean. Um, I saw the lineup, and I thought that was an interesting, uh, made some interesting choices that I, I, I mean, I didn't fully expect what he went with, but I thought there was some, some bold moves. Uh, Tosin got a start, you know, Jake Tosin getting some, some run of play, um, you know, I guess being rewarded for some, you know, positive link-up play, scoring some goals, getting some assists, you know, he's, presu- he's producing, so, uh, you know, Marco's thinking, let's get him in there, let's reward it. Um, uh, any kind of, uh, any, any eye, eye openers and surprises, Paul, where you looked at our, our performance or our team and you were like, in a good way where you were like, that person did better than I expected. Um, yeah, I think it wasn't just this game. I think it's the last few games. Field Walcott looked a lot better, looked to get involved ah. and, and looked like the Field Walcott that we, we got used to seeing for Arsenal a lot of the time, using his pace, running at players. You know, winning set pieces and things like that. Um, Mason Holgate deserves a massive mention. He's been great since he's had this little run in the side. I'm hoping that carries on because it was overdue, Michael Keane being dropped. And I do like Michael Keane, but Mason Holgate deserved his chance and he is grasping his chance. He looks like him and Mina really complement each other and they're gelling quite well. Mm-hmm. And the obvious one is the man of the match Tom Davis isn't it I've, I've been critical of Davis in the past but Davis like Holgate is seized his chance and the last few times I've seen him there's been nothing to criticise you can only hand, you can only praise him and say yep I really like what I'm seeing Please, long may it continue yeah okay so I'm not going to ask the same thing to Thomas because I think he would have some very similar answers because I would <laughs> No, 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 it's okay. Uh, it's it's good, that I mean, that these performances are sticking out so much to where we would say a lot of the same stuff. Because they are. You know, immediately I jumped to Tom Davis and Mason Holgate. You know, I really do. That's awesome. Sadibe yep. getting a really nice assist. That was a nice assist. All right? Um, but uh, let's go, since he's always so negative, Thomas. Uh, t- <laughs> joking. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, uh, so Thomas, disappointments. Anybody where you, you were thinking, ah, it wasn't really up to par. I know you mentioned Schneiderlin. Uh, anybody else in that camp, or were you thinking that was the main one? You were like, I wish we had somebody else in there, or I wish Schneiderlin had been a little more positive. Anything at all like that? I wouldn't say Schneiderlin was a disappointment. It's kind of just what I've come to expect. I wouldn't say I thought Schneiderlin was going to have a great <laughs> game and then fell apart. I think I think I expected him to be poor, and obviously he was for that Buffal goal. Um I don't think Lucas Digne has been covering himself in glory in the in the past few weeks. Obviously, we came to expect fairly high standard, but it's set pieces. They're, they're good most of the time. Sometimes they're a bit wayward. If I have to pick a disappointment, maybe him. Um, other than that, I don't think Tosin really grabbed the game that much. He obviously has come on and had a lot of impact recently, but I don't think he really 
grabbed the game by the horns and like you know he didn't seem to have that much of an impact. I think it was him that got subbed off later as well. But um, no major disappointments. I thought overall I was fairly pleased. You know, it's an away win. We're acting like this is it's it's an away win. I'll take anything we can get at this rate. Yeah, and and I want to make sure. I think overall we're pretty positive here. You know, overall, you know, uh, we're not we're not completely naive though. You know, uh, we didn't go in there and just completely blow them out. But I didn't think the play it was not it was not a poor game from Everton. You know, it's not like we but but they were but they were not that great. Southampton did not play that great. You know what I mean? And it's one of those where based on the first half, probably should have had more than one. You know, going to halftime, go ahead and you know get get a little bit more. But it was, but again, it was away, and it's not the easiest thing getting that away, uh, that that bad mojo. You know what I mean? That away bad mojo, especially down at the South Coast. It takes a little little while, and sometimes it takes some luck. You know, good circumstances. Sometimes it takes you to just totally get way more chances than the other team, way more corners than the other team, way more shots, everything, in order to finally have a little something go your way. That's the way it is. Charleston's goal was nice. Uh, came just almost immediately after we brought in Calvert Lewin and uh, Iwobi, uh, and Iwobi got that pass down the line to Sidibe, who got the assist. Uh, and Calvert Lewin really good at winning the balls off of goal kicks. I think just building up to the play, he had a really nice ball where he trapped it, just set it back to the player, so we were able to win the first and second ball. And on a goal kick, that's a good thing when you're trying to build up play. Uh, yeah, I mean, they, both of them look pretty good. Tosin, just to give, uh, give a second on Tosin, his combination plays okay. It's pretty, it's pretty solid, but he had some chances, and some of them were in the air. And, and I'm sorry, but a player like him is, who is supposed to be as good in the air as he is, and I think he is good in the air, he's got he's to maximize those. He's got to take advantage of those. All right? first half, that first half chance... He had especially, there was one where he got up and he just didn't get on top of it. He got under it, headed it over. Can't. You can't when you're supposed to be good in the air. Sorry. Like, and that is a moment I think Calvert Lewin might have gotten it because he's taller and can get up in the air higher. Yeah, if Calvert Lewin, but he, if Calvert Lewin had missed that header, then, you know, people would be throwing babies in the air, wouldn't they? So angry. Yeah, so, I think what you said then, like, Tosin, he did okay. I think that just sums Tosin up. Yeah, he's okay. That's it, really, with Tosin. And I was glad he started, but I agree with what Tom said. He just he did not seize the opportunity for me. And if, if he's back out the side next week, then or the next game, rather, I know we've got the international break now. If he's back out the side, then I don't really think he's got any room to complain. He just he didn't seize his moment. And he doesn't seem like he would complain either, by the way. No. Well, I mean, if he's not complained yet, he ain't complaining anytime soon. You know what I mean? I mean, he's just, he's had ample complaining opportunities and that's the thing I think to me it seems like he's willing to just work hard try to earn his spots and take advantage that's the it's an interesting little competition we have for that up front spot right now you know it's it, it's good to have that kind of competition yeah right? well yeah. that, that I was thinking that. that it was between uh, Calvert-Lewin, Keane and Tosun but no Keane's a right winger that's out the window Keane's never going to play a striker Silva's what, here so what is going just, on with uh, Keane Oh my. I can't believe he wasn't in the squad because I think he travelled, didn't he? I think I saw that he travelled with the squad. He was there. And I don't know what kind of tactical decisions gone through Silva's head. I, I don't want to say something's gone on behind the scenes, but for, for a player like that to be just dropped out of the squad completely, I, I really don't understand. 
I haven't seen anything from him that's been like, oh wow, he should be dropped. Every time he's come on, it's kind of been like, well, give him more time. And he gave him a full game of striker, I think. I don't think I watched it. It might have been the Bournemouth or Sheffield United game. I think it was one of those games. And Silva complained about saying he wasn't that good. Well, the lad needs a chance. He's 19 years old. I think they say they work on his ball control, whatever, whatever. He can only properly adapt to the league. I think I say this every time I come on the show. He can only adapt to the league if he plays in the league. You can't adapt in training. There's only so much you can do mm-hmm. against against the players that you play with every week. He needs to be tested. And to not even get in the squad, you, you, you must be sitting there thinking, well, I was playing with Ronaldo last year and I can't even get in the squad above, you know, Chang Tosin and Dominic Calvillo. And it's, it's a weird one that I don't fully get. It's not like, you know, there's always stories. There was that one about Schneider and Morales getting kicked out of training. And it was clear there was something bad happening. It just seems like Silva just yeah. doesn't seem to like him that much maybe not as a person just as a football he just doesn't seem to want him in the squad and I, I don't understand it I, I wish we knew what was going on in all honesty because it's so disappointing to see you spend 30 million on one of Europe's hottest prospects and for not, him not even to make the squad the only thing I can say I'm trying to be positive here guys alright <laughs> only thing I can say is it is pretty early Mm. It's still pretty early. We haven't. I'm, I'm curious to see what happens over the winter crazy season where we have like nine games a week and that kind of thing. Like, I'm, I'm really curious to see how he uses the squad then. You know, who knows? He may throw him in there with Davies uh, at center mid. I, <laughs> we don't know right Definitely now. Sorry, I think. Sorry, go on. No. No, 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 I, uh, I shouldn't I just, talk. I was just going to add one thing I don't want, and I think all Evertonians would agree with this. We can't be doing with another Adam Ola-Luchman scenario. Do you know what I mean? Where mm. There's this player who we're all excited about, we're all eager to see him and watch him develop and get on the pitch and impress us, and he's just not getting the minutes, and the reason we're being given for him not getting the minutes is Silva saying, oh, he doesn't show this in training, or it's just a technical decision. Well, if if things like that are the case, then what have we signed this kid for? If he's someone who doesn't pull his weight in training, then surely we should know things like that before we're going in and signing players. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I really hope that that was just a kind of a one-off type thing. Maybe something happened in the days leading up to that that made Silver think that he probably it wasn't a good um, time to play him. But if Keane is just kind of MIA for the next few weeks and not making matchday squads, then I will be very, very annoyed. I would be too. Um, not to go all like USA, USA, but I know all the American folks were really concerned about Christian Pulisic not getting in match day squads. Okay? They were really worried about him. And as you can see from recent performances, it's okay. You know what I mean? So, you can't say the situations are the same. I'm just giving an example. Yeah. All right? Who knows? This thing could turn around really quickly. Um, and again, I think with with Keane, I think out of the three, Tosin, uh, DCL, and Keane, I think as far as like link-up play and passing, he's probably third. You know what I mean? I think the other three are better at combination play. However, at having that that almost innate ability to make sure the other team cannot rip the ball away from you when you're he's one. You know what I mean? 
and so, and we can't tell yet about finishing because he hasn't been in enough opportunities to tell that yet. You know what I mean? So we don't really, we still don't even know what we have yet. And I'm, I'm not even completely sure if Marco knows what we have yet. You know what I mean? Like fully. Yeah. I mean, to bring Wofford halftime against someone who I've completely lost the name of, can't even remember Wofford what the game was. Wofford, Wofford in the cup, that was the one. To take, to take Keane off at halftime, what's the point? If you're going to say he's a right winger and then give him 45 minutes at right wing, it's so cheap. I just don't understand i'm gonna i'm just i'm saying you're getting really angry we've won this is this isn't the main topic but like <laughs> he is obviously he's only 19 it's just infuriating to see you know with the adam muller luckman situation i kind of always put that to, down to sam aldice being a bit of a prick like and, and i really knew i always thought it was maybe sam aldice <laughs> just saying you know what you're speaking out against me get out get out my squad get out get out the club basically mm-hmm. but to see this with tosin i just didn't expect uh, tosin see this with Moise Keane I just didn't expect it and whether people say well he's still young he is 19 but you know he's a 19 year old who he know he knows he's good he knows he's played with some of the best yeah. in the world he's not going to sit around and wait for Marco Silva to decide that he's good enough to play right wing in his in his team like you know it's it's just not good enough to be honest yeah. and if just what Paul was saying the whole strategy behind the club is there's been a lot less panic signs there's been a lot more research going into these signings clearly and more what's going to fit the mould you know we're not signing 15 midfielders and no strikers we're trying to balance the squad and they've clearly done their research but clearly Marcus Silva's gone against all that and decides he's just a right winger and he's not even good enough anyway Tom next time uh, Thomas next time I'm going to have to ask you to actually share your opinion <laughs> and stop waffling <laughs> and, you know, and riding the fence <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, somebody get this man a stress ball, all right? I think there is a lot to be said for what you suggested, Jerry, though. Maybe we are panicking a bit too quickly because, as I said, Pulisic couldn't get a sniff, could he, at Chelsea for months, and all of a sudden it's turned around completely 184 him, and he's he's probably the first player on the Chelsea team sheet now. So maybe we just have to be a little bit more patient and trust the manager. But I, I do definitely agree that if this carries on for much longer then I think fans have got the right to start asking questions yeah and keep in mind the other two players although they're not scoring bagfuls of goals they're both really good professionals though you know what I mean there's been zero complaints about either one of them in training ever attitude during games ever they're good professionals so they're probably doing everything they they're supposed to be doing to try to get time and Keane could be as well you know what I mean? And it could be the fact that they've had Premier League experiences giving them an edge right now. Who knows? Really hard to say. Not a lot has been working for Everton recently. So at this point, I think Silva's just thinking, hey, let's just get something that works for a little while, guys. All right? And they're, 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 we're figuring some things out. Some things are getting figured out. But I, I, I agree. I'm, I'm a little annoyed with the Keane situation. I'm not, you know, Hulk smash like Thomas right now. But, all right, it's... It is a it is a concern. Okay, I'm not I'm not gonna write an indignant email yet. But oh, I'm ahead yeah, of you, Cherry. I've already I've already emailed, sent text, <laughs> phone yeah. calls. Absolutely human. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I always end end episodes saying, "Please give Terry a hug." <laughs> Forget that. He's okay. Thomas needs your hugs now. All right. This is the guy. He's needs a hug. Just saying. All right. <laughs> Anything else on this one, guys? We turned this into Keen Central. 
Um, um, not not Marcel. Oh, Thomas. No, I don't really have anything. So. Okay then, Palsek. Just um, yeah, as I said earlier on, three points on the board, a rare away win. Let's make it so these away wins are not rare anymore. Let's make them quite regular. Yeah. Three points on the board, fifth place off. Three points off fifth. It's not as gloomy as it was a week ago. Norwich at home next game. Let's win that as well. Let's get this season well and truly rolling. Now, who can argue with that? <laughs> not to be so cynical as well, right. but we're still behind Newcastle, so I'm still suffering up here in the north. So. I think you've got to ruin it. You know, Paul. Paul's about to drop some positive <laughs> truth bombs, and Thomas is just like, "No, I'm gonna pee all over your work." It's <laughs> just. <laughs> I went, where is the old Thomas, who was all like roses and, and rays of sunshine, yeah, and rainbows coming out of his nose? Every video. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. That's all right. Balance, friends. Balance in the force. That's how this works. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no more stomach bug. <laughs> All right. We're still behind Newcastle. We're on. We're still behind. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. On that. On that note, uh, we're we're gonna end our extra time on Southampton. <laughs> Right, Jerry. You, we've known each other a little while now. Am I correct in saying that you've been an Evertonian roughly since around early 2013? Yeah, 2012, 2013, right around there. 2012, 2013. Right. So you're always taking the time to ask us some Everton-related trivia. So I thought we'd, for a joke, or some fun rather, it's not really a joke. We would turn it round. <laughs> it I could would, be. It could be. be. It depends on how <laughs> and how well you do. We turn it round and we'd see what your knowledge is like for Everton-related things with possibly an American flavour. So I've got okay. ten questions for you here, and most of them, as I said, have are America-related, US US slash Everton. And there's also a few questions in there from around that that time period of 2012 onwards. So you know, I won't be asking you about like. Um, who was Everton's number six in 1972? Do you know what I mean? Everything is kind of... Uh, it's from, I'm so glad you're not asking. Yeah, everything's from 2012 kind of onwards, and the things that aren't from that period are have like an American-type feel to them. So, By the way, this is re- this is very considerate you, you doing this, by the way. You're, I, I appreciate the thought you've put into this. I just wanted to say that before I completely stumble all over myself. But this is really nice that you're doing this. I just want to say that out loud. All right? No problem, so thank Jerry. You. Right, so we can start whenever you're ready. As I said, there's, there's 10 questions, and if you want to pass, that's fine. We can come back to them, or Thomas can give you the answer if he knows them, and you don't. So He'll know. <laughs> Undefe- unde- undefeated quiz champ Thomas is going to be over there, like, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> oh, he won't be able to speak because he's eating candy. For the celebrations. If, <laughs> if I go through the 10 and you just have to... You have to talk out, Jerry. Like you just not, you can't even take a guess. Nothing comes to mind. Then we'll throw them over to Thomas, and he'll we'll see if he can answer them for you. Probably a good idea. Or I'll pass first, and then after the first run of passes, if I don't get it, yeah, then well, I'll that's what I'll, I'll throw it to you know, tee the brain. All right. Right. 
So, whatever, are you ready? Sure, man, sure. Cool, let's go. Right, so, first question. US striker Brian McBride made eight appearances for Everton during his loan spell in 2003. In those eight appearances, how many goals did he score overall? Brian McBride played for Everton eight times. How many goals did he score? I'm going to say three goals. How do you want to wait? this? Shall I tell you the answer at the end, or shall I tell you after you've answered? You've given your answer, or? I mean, first of all, I'll say Thomas. Is that super? Never mind. I should. I'll, I'll give you Never the mind. answer. You know. You've taken your guess. You okay. Three goals. Sure. Not quite. He scored four goals in eight appearances, but you weren't too far off. Right. Uh, that's. I, I'm glad it wasn't just an embarrassingly large amount off. Yes. Yeah. All right. So <laughs> we player, but Brad. I think. I think a lot of people rated him, and we tried to get him back. But you know, I think Everton and was he? Did we get him from Fulham? I think. Not sure. He, I know he played for Fulham. Yeah, he did play for Fulham. Loaned, I know that. The club we loaned him from. We wanted to buy him permanently, but we just we couldn't agree on the money. From what I remember. Mm. So next question, number two. Nikita Jelovic was sold to which team in the January 2014 transfer window? Everton sold him to which team in 2014? Hull. That's correct, Jerry. Hull City. Ah. Yeah. Right. Alert the media. All right. <laughs> Question three. Who was Tim Howard's first MLS club? I'll give you a clue. They have a different name now to what they have then. New York, New Jersey Metro Stars. That's correct. Yep, they were the. Yeah, I read the I read the Tim Howard book. Yeah, so the, the I, Metro uh, Stars. I, I, I didn't know it before that. <laughs> they were the Metro Stars. They've rebranded to the New York Red Bulls now. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think Tony Miola was there with him, like as he as he got there. Who Tony Miola was like the U.S. keeper back in the day. Like he was so such a big deal. He even got like a tryout as like a punter for the New York Jets. It was like it was crazy that whole thing. But the book, the Tony, the Tim Howard book is really interesting. By the way, it's a really quick read and it gives you a lot of insight into his uh, medical condition and how there's a good side to it, and bad side to it. He's a fascinating character. Yep. Right. Question four. Landon Donovan made his first Everton debut against which team? So when we loaned him the first time, who did his debut come against? I'm not going to get this right. I'm not going to get this right. I studied him. I studied this for the segment we did about him, and I don't remember. So I'm just going to I'm going to say Fulham just because you said their name earlier. I'm not going to get this right. Right. That's incorrect. The correct <laughs> Arsenal played against Arsenal at the Emirates. Wow. That's a that's a nice. That's an awesome debut. Yeah. If, if you Damn. If, it was like in the snow in January. He came from. No, Sun- see, I didn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I couldn't watch like Premier League games then. You know what I mean? Like I didn't watch. Well, like I had like no access to them. So yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, he came. He, it was like a joke because he was on match of the day, and they like interviewed him saying, "London, what was your first taste of Premier League football? What did it feel like?" And he said, well, it was a bit of a culture shock because a week ago I was in sunny L.A. getting a suntan and now I'm playing in a blizzard in London. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. That's nuts. It didn't affect Did he play well? Did he have a good yeah. – after after that big of a jump? Yeah. He played well that game? He played great. I, I think it finished 2-2. Pienaar, it was. have you ever seen that famous Pienaar chip at the Emirates? 
Yes. Yes, it was that game, but I think Arsenal equalised late on. We should have won the game, but Donovan was great. Right. Question. Good for him. That's a pretty strong, strong mentally fellow. Jeez. That's that's awesome. I didn't know that. Question five. Clint Dempsey scored how many times against Everton during his nine-year spell in England? He played. I know he was with Fulham and Spurs. Fulham and Spurs. Played both of them. He played against Everton. I think at least. 20 times how many times did he score uh i'm just gonna say my my favorite number <laughs> i'm just gonna say eight that's incorrect jerry it was clint dempsey was very good to everton he only scored two times in nine two two times one and everton won both of the games that he scored in dad is awesome one game yeah i liked clint dempsey by the way i liked him a lot yeah he had a swagger. Not many U.S. players had a swagger. You know what I mean? Yeah. Self-confidence, belief. He scored mm-hmm. once for Fulham, and he scored once for Tottenham. But both of those games finished in 2-1 victories for Everton. Right? He was a player that wasn't afraid to go like man-to-man, like go like take on a player. Because I feel like you see a lot of players, they just they turn. But he would literally throw a skill move on someone in a heartbeat. And it was, you know, and he wasn't afraid to get in people's faces. He had a chip on his shoulder. Every bit of Captain America player, I think. (laughs) Nice. Right. Um, Question six. Joe Maxmore made how many appearances for Everton in all competitions? Joe Maxmore was the first American to ever play for the club. How many appearances did he make over? 2003. Was it 2002-2003? I think that's when it was. Yeah, it was around that period. around, Around the millennium at some point. Oh, I know he played well in the beginning. Because this is one of the players I've looked up in the past. Uh, how many appearances overall? Appearances, yeah. I'll be I'll be impressed if you yeah. get within. Let, let's say you get within a dozen. Yeah. If you just take a punt, if I'm gonna say tw- twenty-four, twenty-four. That's incorrect, Jerry. It was a lot more than that. It was sixty-four. Really? What? Really? He played that much? Sixty-four appearances in all competitions for Everton. I didn't know he was that much of an impactful player. Typically, a lot of the American players that play for Everton, it's like people have fond memories, but they didn't really play that much. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, Brian McBride, you know, Landon Donovan, they didn't really play that much, you know? But that's that's a, not a bad run. Yeah. I think injuries restricted him, really, didn't they? They, they cut him down. Mm. Right. Question seven. We're going through these quick. Tim Cahill. Yeah, I'm, I'm missing them like crazy. It's... <laughs> Tim Cahill played his last game for Everton in May 2012 before transferring to the MLS. But who was that last game against? I'll give you one clue. They are still in the Premier League now. And he was sent It's not the question I was, was hoping you were going to ask. Okay. He got a red card in his last ever Everton game. But who was the game against? I was really hoping you were going to ask who he transferred to. Because I know that and I watched him play for them. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I was really happy when you were asking that question. Then you went a different way. Shit. Um, red card. Yeah, I did not watch. And I actually watched some games that season, by the way. Yeah. Um, they're still in the Premier League now, so if you just want to take a punt. Well, that makes me think, if they're still in the Premier, Premier League now, that makes me think it's not one of the power teams. Um, it puts it at one of the... Other squads. 
still in. Uh, I don't know. Um, Crystal Palace. That's incorrect. Do you have any? Uh, do you have any idea, Tom? Oh, he's eating his chocolates. We'll leave him be. <laughs> no, he was. He was in. He, <laughs> who, who was Tim Cahill's last ever Everton game against? The game when he got a red card. This would be a complete guess. Um... Okay, I don't feel so bad. I can't. Norwich, maybe? That's another one that I've thought yeah, about. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's incorrect as well, but it does begin with an N. It was Newcastle United. Castle. Oh, Park. And he, Cahill received a red card for getting into some algae bargy with. A Johan Kavai. Do you have a Johan? Yeah. Oh wow! Johan Kavai basically yeah. got overly physical with an Everton ball boy, and Tim Cahill, being the true blue that he is, saw it and got physical back with him and received a red card. So Everton. So Tim Cahill's last action as an Everton player was defending a supporter. So good on you. So how much more awesome can that guy get? Yep. That's so good. Real hero, man. All right. Right. What'd you, by the way, by the way, I'm not familiar with this term. I'm going to start using it. RG Bargy? Oh, like <laughs> fisty cups. Like. No, I, I figured that's what it, but I mean, that makes it sound like so much more fun. Arch. I totally, I'm, I'm using that and I'm going to confuse everyone around me Arch. in the States here. <laughs> right. um, question eight. During Everton's last preseason tour to the USA in 2013, Everton played Juventus and won on penalties. Which stadium was the game played at? It was in the ice. I remember if that was where John Stones. Yeah, I, I remember. I watched the games. I watched the games, and I remember John Stones at the Panenka. I remember that um, because they played Real Madrid right after that mm-hmm. and lost that one, but. Uh, I I see. I'm not, I wasn't sure if there was the Madrid game or the Juventus game. One of them or both were on like a baseball field, so it was really thin. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting really pissed off. I'm like, Everton finally comes to America. Everton's in America, and when they're having to play on this shit tiny field, I remember getting really angry about that. I mean, heck, New York, New Jersey, not New York, uh, NYC FC plays in Yankee Stadium, tiny thin little field. Oh, that's the worst, man. Uh, so that's why I was wondering if one of those games was in LA. I know that. Definitely California. I just don't know which one or both. Um, I wasn't sure if one of them was in San Jose. Uh, Dodger Stadium. That's incorrect. Everton played Juventus at um, um, Oral Park slash AT and T Park. They changed name since then. Is it a baseball stadium, Oral Park, AT and T Park? Do you know it? Hold on, I'm, let me look it up. Is it in San? AT and T maybe where San Francisco. Yeah, San. Uh, yeah. Uh, I feel like that's where the 49ers play. Oh, hold on, AT and T Park. Yeah. San Francisco. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where that one was. Um, Oracle Park. Oracle Park. Oracle yeah. Park. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, home of the San Francisco Giants baseball team. So I went with the wrong baseball stadium. Yeah. Oh well. 
So that's just uh, me, me not knowing the right answer. But I was close. That was yeah. You were on the right track. I, I, I'm it's cl- a baseball pitch. Yeah, yeah. I don't feel as bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Right. Question nine. We're nearly at the end. In what year did Everton play and beat an MLS an MLS All Star Eleven side on penalties? Everton went to the States oh and beat an MLS All-Star 11 on penalties. The game was 1-1 and it went to penalties and I don't want to say who played in it because it might give it away. Yeah. I mean, it was before that ICC. I know that. And... But it, I definitely think that Tim Howard was definitely there, which would have been, I think, maybe the point. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but Tim Howard was there for a long time, so it doesn't really narrow it down much. Um, and I know it was before I was really watching Everton very closely. So, but I don't think they were doing that thing where they, I don't think they've been doing that very long where they play a team from Europe uh, against the All-Star team. I don't think, I don't feel like they've been doing it for a long time. So I'm going to say 2010. Oh, nearly. 2009. Oh. 2009, yeah. Casey Keller. I thought played. I'd talk my way through it. Casey Keller it. played for the MLS All Star side and saved two penalties in the shootout. But Tim Cahill saved two penalties. Tim, Tim Howard saved two penalties as well, and Everton ultimately won the shootout. Wow. By playing really badly, from what I remember. I remember staying up to watch it, and I think we scored off our only attack of the game. Typically, people the the teams as of late have not played well against MLS All Stars. It's interesting. It's usually competitive. I think it's usually because the other teams don't take it very seriously. I remember Everton playing near enough a full-strength team. I remember Leighton Baines. Really? Kale was in the side. I mean, they, I don't think they all played 90 each, but they all, uh, most of the big names at the time got on the pitch. Leon Osborne mm. played, Howard played. Uh, uh, right. And final question is, I think this one should be easy. Dixie... Dixie Dean became friends with with which famous American sports icon? I don't know this. Think of the era. When was Dixie Dean alive? Yeah. (sighs) Dixie Dean became friends with which famous American sports icon? I'll I'll give you one clue. Their careers were kind of happening at the same time. It wasn't like they became friends when they were like 70. They met each other when they were both at the peak of their powers. See, I don't even know what sport it would be. It's an American. I'll give you a clue. It's a U.S. sport. So, American football or baseball? <laughs> I can't say. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's what I mean. It's those are the. It's one of those two, or, or basketball this, as well. This guy, this American sports icon, has. Lots of movies, lots of documentaries made about him, lots of books. He's really famous. I really don't know the answer to this. Because right now I'm brain farting like crazy. Oh, Ram, you. Do you know the answer to this, Thomas? Yes, I just Googled it. <laughs> oh. uh, I genuinely don't know. Um, Have you ever seen the movie about the sheep pig? About what? The sheep pig. 
The sheep pig? Can't say that as no. <laughs> you haven't, no. No. Trying to help. No. I, 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 uh, I don't know. I don't know this at all. I mean, I, I feel like he was playing around the time when, like, Babe Ruth and... That's it. You got it. That... Is it really? Yes. It's Babe Ruth. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's Babe Ruth. Yeah. You ever seen the movie? We have a... Babe, the pig, the sheep pig. Oh, my gosh. Now I know what you're saying. I didn't get that at all. It's Babe Ruth. Yeah. I'm, I'm a thick-headed, thick, thick, thick... What is... Oh, my gosh. You just gave that to me. No, I've ne- what's funny is I know the movie. I've never seen Babe. It's ridiculous. I have kids. Yeah, I've never seen Babe. It's ba- so that's why I didn't get that. I think they met in London when Babe Ruth came to a tour of kind of you know came for a tour of England in the in the late twenties, early thirties, and Everton were down there playing each other, and uh-huh. Everton were playing a London team, and Dean was down there, and they kind of met in like a hotel kind of get together cocktail party type thing, and oh know, my god, they were introduced like hello, ba- hello, babe, this is Dixie Dean, he's Britain's most famous footballer. This is America's most famous sports star, and they just Dixie Dean wrote in his book how they became really good friends and wrote letters and stuff like that years afterwards. Wow, I, 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 that's crazy. I, that's awesome. Now I have to. So that was it. All ten. This quiz has just made me feel very. Uh, I have a lot more studying to do. This is why Jerry doesn't do the quizzes. But I will say. Some of the answers gave me hope. Yeah, you, you, you know what I mean. Some of the questions gave me hope. Yeah, you scored a few offside goals that were taken off you because of VAR. A few of those questions. Yeah. <laughs> but that was awesome, Paul. That was great. Uh, what will I do with my newfound knowledge? Will I use it for good? We shall see. Hope so. All right. <laughs> All right, Paul. Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Let's move on. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time for If You Know Your History, the Everton-based quiz segment that pits Thomas against Paul in a Toffee's Cage match of wit and might. So guys, I'm just going to let you know, this one is different. It is not a starting 11, it is not a starting 11 uh, segment. So, uh, here we go. It's not a starting 11 quiz. Uh, these are uh, These are all numerical. All of them are numerical in tone uh, and answer, so do not tell me yellow on any of these answers. Do not say peanut butter or apple juice. Give me numbers, okay? Just saying. All right, so guys, um, I have a real fake coin here. It is plastic. It's got Martin Sheen on uh, on, on part of it. So I'm going to flip it. Paul, since... Since Thomas is undefeated and always reminds us of this, I'm going to have you call it. So, Paul, heads or tails, sir? Heads. He calls heads. It is heads. Martin Sheen. Would you like to go first or second, sir? First, please. I really hope I don't botch this. Hey! All right. No, I have a tendency to botch this. So, you said you wanted to go first? Yes, please. Is that what you said? Okay. So, Paul goes first. Thomas goes second. And then, uh, should we reverse order after one or just keep it one, two like that? 
I think I think if we switch between the questions, if Paul goes first and then I'll go first the next one, so you know it's just that's what I thought. Yeah, I want to make sure. Okay, all right. So Paul. Okay. You are beginning. Cue intense quiz music. By the way, I totally just put in double dare music. If you ever know what that is, that was a show that used to come on in America when I was little on Nickelodeon. It's not quiz music. <laughs> it's just game show music. What's wrong with me? All right, quiz music. Super intense. La, la, la. What will they say? Okay, Paul. Mason Holgate is joint fifth with Abel, Abel Xavier. Or Abel, Abel, Abel Xavier. Abel Xavier. How do you say that right way, guys? Abel Xavier. Abel Xavier. I'm reading this again because that was embarrassing. Mason Holgate is joint fifth with Abel Xavier for the most Everton Premier League appearances without a goal. How many Premier League appearances does he have? Oh, God. Um, I hope he's not Googling this. Uh, no. My hands are Thomas is a Googler. <laughs> uh, um, <laughs> shall I write this down? Shall I say this? Okay. You can say it however you want. Yeah, you can say it out loud. That's cool. Actually, no. This could be interesting if you go. No, no, no. It doesn't do you any good if you if you say the answer at the same time. Then you have no advantage by going first or second. So no. Okay. Um, I'll, yeah. I'll, so say it out loud. Yeah. Um. Thirty-two. How many? Thirty-two. Thirty-two. Thomas. Well, How many appearances? Been here for a few seasons, but he hasn't really. This is the first time he's actually probably broken into the team for a while. Um, I think it's probably not far off that. Thirty-eight. That's what I'll go for. Thirty-eight. Actual retail price of Mason Holgate. He has forty-three appearances in the Premier League. Thomas gets the first one. All right. Next question. Thomas, you're going first this time. Okay. So you can't do that thing where you, like, guess just slightly different than what he (laughs) guesses. (laughs) All right, Thomas. The game against Southampton was Marco Silva's 50th league match in charge. How many league games have we won? Not enough. Does, does that count as an answer? Can I have that? Eighteen. Eighteen says Thomas. Paul. We've won five this season, haven't we? How many did we win last season? I can't do either. Uh, um, Twenty-one. Oh, oh, oh. The correct answer is nineteen. 
you were so close to estimating just barely over what Thomas had said. <laughs> I was like, Paul's going to get... No! Oh, what's so- games last season. Yeah, God. That's fine. <laughs> how many have we won this? How many, have we won four or five this season? I don't actually know. Um, no, got a clue. I thought we won at least 15 or 16 last season. Did we not win that many? I don't know. I really don't. 19 total. Yeesh. All right. Paul goes first this time. By the way, we had uh, 11 draws and 20 losses, by the way. So. It's not going enough, that. No. A, year, a, year, a year and a half, 20 losses. It's got to turn around soon. All right, Paul. No more negativity. <laughs> Which is question time. All right, so question three. Dominic Calvert-Lewin is joint fourth with Kevin Morales, Stephen Naismith, Wayne Rooney, and Luis Saha for most goals scored by a substitute in all competitions for Everton. How many goals have they scored? A substitution, please. As a substitute, yes. Elaborate. Eleven says Paul. What do you have to say, no, Thomas? It can't be what? It can't be a high number. I have to. I, I think that sounds a bit high to be honest. Um, I can't imagine it's loads because I can't even think about how many times Rooney even came off the bench to make that much of an impact. Obviously, Naismith was the the bench warrior. Um, Calvert-Lewin and Aston Villa. Yeah, I'll go for nine. Correct answer. Seven. I knew it wouldn't be high. Probably went a Seven. bit high there. Um, we're gonna keep answering the asking the questions, but it's uh, <laughs> it's, it's three nil right now. I'm just letting you know. All right. So Thomas, how much did Everton sell winger Aaron Lennon to Burnley for in January of 2018? Oh god. Um pretty sure it wasn't world breaking. Could it be I think it was quite low to be fair. He were he had he'd been out of the squad for a while. I'll go a million. Okay. Million. Paul Uh yeah. It wasn't much, was it? Um I'll just do that. Horrible thing. I'll go one and a half million. The horrible thing is the way, man. That's the way to win. One point five million, Paul. Well done. Yeah. You need to be. You need to be the horrible thing more often, dude. That's the way to go. How do you think Thomas scraps his way, man? He makes it happen by doing the horrible thing. He does the stuff that has to be done. Thomas is the snide of the Everton quiz. Okay. He's the captain class. Bends the rules. <laughs> Trust me, Paul. You're too nice for this kid. <laughs> All right, last question, guys. Last question, Paul. You are going first. Uh, Jordan Pickford has 101 appearances for Everton. How many clean sheets altogether? Not many. Um, 
101 overall. 30. No, 30 I, I, think it's high, I think it's higher than that. Yeah, I've said 30 now. I think it's higher than that, but I'll, I'll go for it. I'll have to stick with my first answer. 30. Okay. Thomas. You said I do, I do like to be Schneider. I could, this is basically just a higher or lower. I think it's higher or lower than 30. Um, it's, obviously, it's obviously not many. As Paul said. I mean, it's not like... A, it's not a really low number. He, no. he has kept a fair few. It's just... He hasn't... I can't think of I mean, he, kept he did go through a period of playing with Martina, Ashley Williams, Mason Holgate, and John yeah. Joe Kenny the back four. So I think anyone can be excused for not keeping many clean sheets to that. But, um... Do <laughs> I go higher or lower? You are giving the benefit of the doubt higher. I'll go 31. You see, Paul? You see? This is what he does. <laughs> okay? It was 31. <laughs> it was 31. <laughs> Paul, you were that close with your first guess, and Snidey McSnyderson slides in here and steals uh, yeah, and it. it. And I thought it would probably be 30-something, because I know he's, in his first season he kept about a dozen, and in his last season he kept about a dozen again, kept maybe about a dozen again, and once he had like maybe three or four this season, something mm. like that. So I knew it would be around that mark. But. It's a heck of a good guess, but sadly... <laughs> I'm not steady, right? If, if that T, was the T grabs that, the points. I would have kicked it myself, but... Yeah, no, nah, man, you actually, you were, you were respectable with your guesses, to be honest with you. All of them were close. So, yeah. It's just, it's just the Schneider gameplay that I, that I like to enforce in, in all my quizzes. <laughs> good guesses are good enough when you're famous. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Thomas, Thomas has seen the movie Talladega Nights with Will Ferrell 11 times, where he's like, if you're not first, you're last. <laughs> yeah, I just, I just brought that in. Sorry. All right, so, Thomas... Uh, your your prize for for winning yet again is to pick a pick a song to, to play us out with. What do you got? I'll go for Layla by uh, Eric Clapton. Great song. Wow, he picks one I know. Like Look the at first that. Time. Now hold on. <laughs> Can I, hold on. Are you talking about the one from the the the, the unplugged one where it's like acoustic? Or are you talking about the older one? That's like electric guitars and stuff. Because there's guitars, two versions. Older. The older one? Well, okay. this one on my phone from 1970s, so whichever one you think is older. Yeah. I was born in 2002. Yeah, so. Happy I lost. <laughs> yeah, the, there's, there's, there, is one, uh, there is one that he did for MTV's Unplugged, and it's just like him with an acoustic guitar. It's really good. Mm. You, you're saying you were older there, but it's still 32 years before I was born. It's the old version of it on YouTube where Elton John is playing on stage with him, and Eric Clapton has like just a mane of hair and just looks like the coolest guy ever. <laughs> really. Eric Clapton. Alright, so. As we. Uh, oh, by the way, why? Why Layla, Eric Clapton? I was watching um, yeah, Grand Tour the other day, and they, it was the last episode where they did a montage of all the, the best bits on Top Gear as well, and it was that song, so that kind of just came into my head, so yeah, it's a great song to be fair. Yeah, it is, yeah. I, I have not, 
I've, I watched a decent amount of Grand Tour, but for some reason, I have, have me and the wife have slacked on the newer episodes. I don't know why, but usually the music is pretty on point. Yeah, that's why I think this is the first week I've actually said a song and people have gone, yeah, yeah, I know what that is. I think every single week you've gone, no, not got a clue, no idea what that is. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm happy with that. Uh, cool. All right. So as we as we close out to Layla by Eric Clapton, uh, it's time to end the Toffee Blues podcast. If you uh, if you've been listening, we really appreciate it. Uh, please subscribe to the Toffee Blues podcast. Rate it if you can. And uh, and if for some reason you're sitting there thinking, gosh, you know, I wish I could see Paul's awesome hair because it looks good right now. Everybody, I'm just saying, he was fixing it before we started, and I was like, dude, it looks brilliant. Leave it alone. It's not broke. Don't fix it. You know what I mean? So, if you want that, check out the YouTube channel. All right? Go there. Subscribe. See the hairy brilliance. There's got to be a better way to say that. So, uh, also, if you uh, if you want more... Yeah, that's a new term. The hairy brilliance. Uh, Welcome up with back hair, are you? <laughs> it also sounds like a jerk in a movie. Hi, I'm Harry Brilliance. It's... <laughs> <laughs> oh damn that's a different world uh, that's a different movie uh, so, so, uh, so yeah if you want more Thomas please check out the Taffy Blues uh, website he does player ratings on there but also on the social media he uh, live tweets and does live Facebook stuff for that so you can check him out there check out his Twitter you'll see what he's, what he's up to lately same with Paul he'll tell you what he's up to he gives his thoughts on life and loves lost and all that sort of stuff. It's a lot of uh, a lot of food for thought. So check if, check out Paul on the Twitters as well. He'll uh, yeah, he'll give you what you need. And uh, yeah, also check out the Toffee Blues website in general. Lots of Everton content there by some really nice contributors, some some good folk who love the Evertons just the way you do. Uh, and yes, I'm aware I threw a plural on that. That was the joke. That's the joke. So go beyond that. Uh, follow the Toffee Blues on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. I got nothing else. Nothing else. No more plugging. Thomas, it's good to see you, my friend. Good luck with exams later on. Yeah, thanks, thanks, Tommy. We're gonna have to gonna have to get someone to total up how many quizzes we've won. I want I want the end of the year Toffee Blues rewards. I, I want the trophy for this. I'm going for it. <laughs> <laughs> Every time he talks more jive. Every time he talks more game. Yes. Every time. Yes, the Ross Park Toffee Blues isn't he? But he wants trophies <laughs> to get on all the pictures, even though he's just jumping on the back of other people's hardware. I'm gonna move. Dude, I'm gonna there, move to a bigger club at the end of the season. Can't, can't be hanging around with these people who can't keep up with me. <laughs> not to, not to be a dick, but if if you're the Ross Barkley, you're doodling on a on a pad with a yellow crayon right now. That's it. <laughs> I mean, I'm, not I'm to be a jerk with, with a normal pad. But... <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, so Thomas, good to see you. Not nice to know you're keeping your confidence in check. Uh, Paul, man, it's been a while, man. Good to see you. Thanks so much for the the, the Everton American quiz. And uh, yeah, now I got to study up and make sure I'm on point just in case you come on next time. I got to be got to be ready. ready for You've learned a lot today. You've learned a lot on this episode, haven't you? It, well, so, it, it's sort of every damn time. Yeah. You know, you know every I'm, time. I'm this was just. Fair. Yes. <laughs> Vocab lessons, all kinds of stuff, man. It's very cool. But uh, it's good to see you guys. Um, inter- on, roll on the international break. You know, vomits in mouth just a little. But yeah, it's happening. We can't stop it. We just can only hope to contain it. 
So, gentlemen, see you later. Much love to you, everybody out there. For Thomas, for Paul, and for gray-haired Jerry, much love. Harry Brilliance, we're out. Bye.